What is up, what is up, what is up? Welcome to the Mitch Davis Show, Friday, February 16th, and the Hit It to Hoover podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Davis, founder of the Mitch Davis Show.com, podcast host of the Mitch Davis Show with Hit It to Hoover SEC Baseball podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, Mitch Davis underscore rate, Instagram, Facebook at the Mitch Davis Show, and also check out the website, the Mitch Davis Show.com. It is Friday, February the 16th. You know what that means, folks? It is opening weekend of the 2024 SEC baseball season. And on today's podcast, going to be joined by the head coach of the LSU Tigers, head coach Jay Johnson. And he's going to be talking about all things LSU baseball, including the magical national championship run last season for the Tigers. So going to be joined by Coach Johnson momentarily to talk all things LSU baseball. Again, I'm your host, Mitch Davis, founder of the Mitch Davis Show. Show.com. Podcast host of the Mitch Davis Show and Hit It to Hoover SEC Baseball Podcast. You can find me on Twitter, Mitch Davis underscore rate, and also find the podcast on SoundCloud and an Apple by simply typing in the Mitch Davis Show. I want to welcome the head coach of the LSU Tigers men's baseball team, Jay Johnson, to the Hit It to Hoover Podcast. Welcome on the Hit It to Hoover Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. How are you doing? And uh, congratulations on the National Championship last year. Yeah, doing great. And, and thank you, Mitch. Excited to be on with you. Coach, uh, let's talk about this. You, uh, It's open a week. It's a lot of excitement. You're fresh off a National Championship. Before we can dive into this year's team, Coach, I want to ask you about that National Championship team, that special team that y'all have down there in Baton Rouge. Talk about winning the National Championship and the experiences and that feeling that you had uh, winning that national championship. Yeah, everything you dream about. I'm certainly proud of our players, uh, proud of the program. I think uh, when I took the job in uh, June of 2021, I really believed 2023 could be a special year. And uh, we moved kind of everything we could towards that, you know, laid a good foundation, you know, during the 2022 season, really improved the team, uh, had a good first year. We're a little short. Uh, in the NCAA tournament, you know, relative to the to pitching staff. And we're able to improve that, uh, develop a lot of the position players in the program. Uh, those guys were phenomenal, you know, relative to team leadership, program leadership, as well as great players, uh, added the right pieces, obviously, and culminated in, you know, in my opinion, one of the best college baseball teams of all time. And uh, I say that with great pride and, and confidence. And, uh, been great and uh now it's time it's time to move on to 2024 and excited about that coach i want to ask you about the athletic department as a whole at lsu obviously women's basketball won a national championship and what kim mulkey is building there is special uh coach brian kelly and what they're doing at lsu football of course now what you're doing with baseball softball and all that coach talk about the athletic department as a whole uh, and how proud are you as an lsu tiger of the athletic department yeah, I'm I'm honored to be a part of that. When I think about the coaches you just mentioned, you know, uh, you're talking about some of the best uh, to ever do it in their respective sports. And I think there's a good camaraderie, you know, amongst us. I think there's a really good support system, you know, amongst us. And we all know we're very fortunate to be at, at one of the best athletic programs in the country. Uh, the resources we have, the fan base and the following that we have uh, doesn't exist, you know, very many places, you know, and, uh, you know, I always want us to be the baseball school, but uh, certainly proud to be a part of 
of this athletic department, you know, whether it's, it's track, football, basketball, uh, softball, golf, you know, all the other sports are, are achieving at a high level. Coach, I want to ask you about sustained success. We hear that a lot in football and after teams win a national championship. But what does sustained success look like to you heading into the future of LSU baseball? Yeah, I think it, it's about staying committed to what makes us successful. And I think it's very human nature when you win anything to relax or to think things will always work out. That's just not the way that I'm wired. And for me, I'm honored to be here. I think uh, modern day college baseball is as challenging of a landscape as it's ever been. And so I think I'm just super aware of that. And, you know, I'm really just enjoying, you know, being here in working hard, um, pouring everything that I have and, and our coaching staff has into, you know, developing us to, to try to be, you know, one of the elite programs, if not the elite program in all of college baseball. And, and to do that today with as many great players as are out there, coaches that are out there, programs that are out there, is uh, it's a big challenge. And so it requires your undivided attention. Coach, we've had Paul Maneri and Skip Bertman on the podcast uh, last spring. Talk about them and their kind of their impact on you and their legacy on you uh, to carry that torch into the future. Yeah, you just mentioned uh, that's the, the coolest part of this job for me is the relationship that I get to have with those two guys. Uh, I've seen both of them within the last 48 hours, and that's uh, been awesome. And, you know, to be able to to drive five minutes over to Skip's house and sit down with him uh, for lunch, you know, our coach Maneri stopped by the office and just get to sit down and talk and, and catch up. Uh, it's a great it's a great thing here that I have that not any coach in college baseball probably has relative to, you know, you're talking about two of the top 10 coaches of all time, you know, in our, our sport. And uh, it's not something I take for granted and enjoy every time I, or second I get to spend with those guys. Coach, I want to ask you about your schedule when we get into the roster. First, about the Astros Foundation Classic. You're going to play Texas and then play Louisiana Lafayette and then Texas State. Talk about the classic that y'all are going to be a part of. How excited are you for the competition down there in, in Houston? Yeah, I'm excited about it. It's probably one of the most, if not most, recruiting er important recruiting areas for us, uh, number one. And so I like getting down in there and exposing our program. And uh, we have, you know, several future players from that area that are coming to LSU. So I think it's good for them to see that environment and that experience. I think uh, we have a large contingent of alums, you know, from LSU that live in the Houston area. I think it's actually the number one area uh, our most populated area of LSU alums in the entire country. So they love it when we come down there and play. So we're excited about that. And the, you know, as far as the on the field competition, you know, it's always going to be great and, you know, scheduling, you have to do it by design, you know, for RPI NCAA tournament purposes, and then just getting your team prepared for SEC play. And I think, you know, when you talk about, you know, getting to play Texas, you know, in Minute Maid Park in front of, you know, 40,000 fans, like somebody told me it was sold out. Like what an opportunity, you know, and face LeBaron Johnson, what an opportunity. And he's one of the best pitchers in all of college baseball. And then, you know, you look at ULL, uh, Matt Diggs, good friend of mine, you know, competed against each other a lot of times, multiple times in the NCAA tournament, you know, they're always going to be a regional team. And then Texas state, you know, has done a great job, similar, type deal where those are two great RPI games for us that will also 
help prepare us for uh, what's ahead in the SEC schedule. Did you say on the, on the scheduling topic, you play in total nine teams from the state of Louisiana, uh, counting Louisiana Lafayette. Coach, talk about that scheduling and the excitement that you have and how important is it to play those in-state uh, foes during the midweek and on weekends as well? You know, it, it makes it a lot easier than maybe some other places I've been, just from a geography standpoint. Sometimes it's hard to find anybody to play on a on midweek, and then sometimes you're kind of forced to play who's right next to you. And that may not benefit your team from a competitive standpoint or an RPI standpoint. Well, here we have the best of all worlds where there's so many good schools. Not only is it a little easier to schedule, you know, they can drive over here an hour, hour and a half, two hours and play us. But I'm counting on, you know, those programs to go out and win a bunch of games. And they do. And uh, I think we, we won the national championship, but, you know, we finished number one in the RPI last year too, which, I was equally proud of actually it was a few days after Omaha. I was like, oh, I'd hopped on Warren Nolan to, to check on that. Um, so I think, you know, baseball in Louisiana is great. Um, you know, there's so many good coaches, you know, Jay Ullman at Tulane, Mike Silva at Nichols. I mentioned Matt Diggs, you know, Blake Dean at New Orleans. Like, I don't want to leave anybody out, you know, coach Barbier just, you know, took over at Southeastern Louisiana, uh, coach Pierre at Grambling, Chris Grinshaw at Southern, like, we can count Lane Burroughs, Louisiana Tech. Like, we can count on those guys to have great, great seasons, and that helps us out. Coach, uh, looking at your roster now, obviously you returned some heavy hitters. Uh, Hayden Travinsky behind the plate. Tommy White, the top, the top uh, according to D1 baseball, the top third baseman in college baseball. Talk about those two guys and how are y'all leaning on them for leadership heading into this 24 season? Yeah, I think it's it's twofold, you know, production and leadership. You know, we lost a lot of good hitters, you know, that in my opinion made up one of the best offenses in college baseball history, you know, which made us one of the best teams in college baseball history and a lot of experience, you know, and those guys all moved on to professional baseball. But, you know, when you look at when we were at our best, you know, and I would say that would be the regional, super regional as uh, the best baseball we played all year last year, you know, Tommy's you know, hitting third, Hayden's hitting fourth, you know, and, and that's a nice luxury to have uh, back. And they're both veteran hitters. They both improved, um, you know, last year throughout the season. And uh, you couldn't ask for much more in terms of a balance of solid hitting skills, power, understanding of what they're doing. Um, you know, Hayden is healthy, you know, really you knock on wood for the first time in his career. And um, really excited to have those guys back. And then you mentioned the leadership piece. Uh, you know, guys that have been through the the battles and then we got a young team. We've got a lot of new players. We've got a lot of really good young players that have really improved uh, in this early season or preparing for the season. We're a much better team today than we were in the fall. And, and I credit Tommy and Hayden for, for helping bring those guys along. Coach, I want to ask about this pitching staff, uh, arguably the best pitching staff in college baseball right now. I mean, just to name a few, Thatcher Hurd, Gates Jump, Luke Holson, Griffin Harry. I mean, the names go on and on. Coach, talk about this pitching staff. I know you haven't decided on your weekend rotation yet, but how important is that to have such a, I mean, a large group of guys that can compete at any level? Yeah, uh, it was an intentional effort. You know, when we first got here, like I mentioned in 2022, I'm very proud of that team. You know, we finished fourth in the SEC. I think we jumped up, you know, five or six spots in the standings from the previous year. And uh, really had to improve the, the the pitching staff. And so 
I mean, you're talking day one, like deliberate effort to, to get that going, both with high school recruiting and the transfer portal. And I feel like we did that. I mean, I believe we were so deep last year. I mean, we sustained like four season ending injuries to pitchers who I think are capable of pitching in the major leagues and still won the national championship. And I think, you know, we've kind of tilted it to where the scholarship and those types of things, you know, are, are heavily invested in, in the pitching. And uh, they had a good fall. Uh, it's, it's been a little bit uh, more even, you know, in the uh, spring here. The hitters have done a good job and uh, it's been competitive. I, we've played really high quality baseball in these inner squads and, and that makes me happy going into the season. Coach, uh, I want to ask you about some of the freshmen. We, we I've read some stuff from your 24-7 people down there, Stephen Millum, uh, Jake Brown, Derek Mitchell. I mean, these freshman names, just high school recruits. Talk about the development of your freshmen so far. Yeah, it's not a very big class, you know, by design, because we brought in a big one last year, because that was like our first full recruiting class outside of the transfers we got in that that first summer. So this one was a little smaller, but it's super high in impact, you know. And, um, you know, if you ask me, one of the things that has uh, pleased me the most here of these three weeks leading up to the season is the improvement of that group. You know, I mean, Stephen Milam and Jake Brown, they're going to play. They're going to get opportunities to play, you know, on this team, which that's a, a great tribute to how consistent they've been, how much they've improved. Uh, Ashton Larson is another hitter, you know, that I really, really like. Ryan Kucherak uh, has had a, a very good lead up to the season. So I think we have a really good foundation, you know, of, of, of young players that are going to develop in the program and, and be successful. And on the pitching side, uh, Cameron Johnson, you know, obviously turned down some money to come to college. Uh, Kate Anderson, who, you know, we might not have got to college had he not been hurt, you know, in the senior year of high school, uh, gives us, you know, a couple really good freshman pitchers. So kind of smaller in numbers, but exactly the types of guys that I want to recruit here and and uh, their improvement from the time they got here till now um, has really impressed me. Coach, two more questions I have for you. I want to ask you about Hoover. You're on the Hit It's a Hoover podcast. Got to ask you about Hoover. How does Hoover playing in that SEC tournament, obviously we know the format next year, help you prepare to get to Omaha and Super Regionals. How does that Tom and Hoover prepare you for that? Yeah, I love the SEC tournament. And uh, we've had two really good last weekends of the season in SEC play the last years. We actually we lost the SEC championship on the last day of the season, but we we won two out of three at, at Georgia. year before, we had swept Vanderbilt. And we had just drove uh, from both of those places to – Hoover and uh, kind of made, made for a little bit of a long road trip, uh, but uh, a lot of fun being with the team. And, uh, you know, last year we were pretty solid and knowing, you know, we were going to host a regional and a super regional because we'd had such a good season. Uh, but I, I love the atmosphere. I love the LSU fans showing up uh, the, the first year, you know, we played that uh, I think it ended up being Friday night game against Tennessee and they were the number one team in the country. And, I was looking around. It's like, man, I haven't seen anything like this other than playing in Omaha before. And uh, I just I have a great appreciation for it. Um, you know, I will say I, I wanted to stick with the double elimination format, but uh, I got vote, outvoted by my colleagues on that. Um, but it's a great opportunity. And and, uh, it's, you know, excited to, to hopefully get back to Hoover and, and have a good tournament run this year. The last question I have for you, after a big win, after a World Series win, what do you like to do? We see the serious side of coaches, but what's a way that you relax and celebrate after a big College World Series win? 
you know, I don't know. I did much relaxing until December. Uh, There's the way the calendar is nowadays. And like I said, I just have such great respect for the teams, the programs in our league and how hard the coaches work and and how much talent they acquire on their teams. Uh, You have to stay on it. And so I celebrated that night and uh, we had a great celebration when we got back here with our fans, which, you know, I always say that was one of the greatest nights of my life. And uh, then it was kind of right back to work, honestly, uh, individual meetings with players and was out recruiting that that first weekend because, you know, when you're in Omaha for two weeks, you, you're a little bit behind uh, in that regard. So but this December, we we took a few days and, and just kind of reflected. Uh, my wife and I watched a couple of the games on TV for the first time. And uh, I found this thing on my treadmill, like I can plug it in on YouTube TV and helps get me through the, the, the runs of the workouts watching some of those games. So it's, uh, let me just ask you just to close this. Uh, did you have a jello shot or two from uh, Rico's with all the, I mean, they broke was 86,000 jello shots. Those LSU people did. Did you have, did you get to have a jello shot after the game? Well, I don't even drink number one. And <laughs> number two, I didn't even know what a jello shot was like until the college world series like this year. And, uh, I think our fans took care of it for me. So we, we like to win at everything here at LSU, but I'll, I'll leave that to them. And, you know, massive hat tip to them for showing up in Omaha. And it was, it was eight home games. You know, we played at, at Charles Schwab field and, and I'm very thankful for LSU fans getting to Omaha and supporting us. He is coach Jay Johnson coach. Good luck this season. Go Tigers. See you. And thank you so much for joining the hit it to Hoover podcast. Awesome. Thanks Mitch. You have been listening to the Mitch Davis Show podcast and the Hit It to Hoover podcast. I've been your host, Mitch Davis, founder of the MitchDavisShow.com podcast, host of the Mitch Davis Show and Hit It to Hoover SEC baseball podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, Mitch Davis underscore eight, Instagram, Facebook at the Mitch Davis Show, and also check out the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple, SoundCloud, all of those by simply typing in the Mitch Davis Show. A very special thank you to the head coach of the LSU Baseball Tigers, Jay Johnson, for joining me today to talk all things LSU Baseball. It's opening weekend, folks. Get out there, enjoy a cold a cold one, a hot dog, and enjoy the baseball action across the Southeast, the Southeastern Conference. Again, you've been listening to the Mitch Davis Show and Hit It to Hoover podcast. I've been your host, Mitch Davis. Very special thank you to Coach Jay Johnson for joining me today on the Mitch Davis Show and Hit It to Hoover podcast to talk all things LSU baseball.